0: I just I cannot resist talking about my week and I also cannot resist going live this motherfucker this <laughs> motherfucker. and I also cannot resist rolling this intro good
1: morning. good morning transcending history and the world a tale of souls and swords eternally retold welcome to the stage of history retold Yeah, I've been waiting for this.
0: Check it out. Now. Third strike, yo. Yeah. Welcome back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes Adam and Joe. They're the hosts of the show. I'm Adam.
1: This motherfucker is starting off the pod with bars. I'm Joe. <laughs> What's up, everyone?
0: Like, <laughs> like can, we, can we just appreciate
1: that? Listening? Like, so uh, this, mother, this motherfucker's on a roll. He, he's good. This motherfucker. I had,
0: I had that thought in my car on, like, Wednesday, and I was like, oh, that's good. And I just held it in my memories. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to write it down. I forgot to write it down, but I remembered it. <laughs> hey, God,
1: there, 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 there's, there's no one else doing it out here. There's no one out here doing it
0: like Adam. Like, come on. I, come I don't want to like gas brother? myself up that yeah. much. This podcast <laughs> wouldn't be anything without you, okay?
1: Hey, but on hey, that yeah. note of
0: you, I want to know what happened to you this week. How was your week?
1: How was my week, man? Shit. If you want me to be completely honest, it was so it was so painfully boring. There was Ooh. nothing really exciting that happened uh, this week. Again, I am on break waiting for a class to start. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of just looking for things to do, kind of picking things up, trying to keep my mind busy. Because I don't know about you but I absolutely hate doing nothing like I can't sit there um and I, I can't sit in one spot and do absolutely nothing it I, yeah. I can't agreed I absolutely I, I, I don't know I, I like right now I'm like um play- I'm just playing with my uh, airpods case because like I I I'd like to keep myself busy um, yeah can you tell that something is wrong <laughs> 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 um, but anyways uh, yeah i mean my my week has been uh you know pretty boring um all things considered uh the only thing of note that I've done this week is uh, you're not gonna, you're, you're gonna roll your eyes at this one but I've been uh, preparing for uh, the destiny 2 witch queen expansion um I've just been prepping bounties saving XP to roll into the new season maybe get a head start I hope to get around 20 levels which is kind of a lot. I I don't think I'll be able to, but I'm aiming. I'm aiming for that, like level 20 on like before I even uh, launch any activities, which in reality, I don't need to do. But I just since we're going into new into a new year of destiny, uh, you know, like why not? Um, I've also been playing. um, I've been playing more of the older activities. And I don't understand why uh, Destiny players are the way that they are. And by, by that, I mean, is that they'll play like only strictly they, they will they will confine themselves to what's quote unquote relevant and not really go back and play things for fun. And I just Destiny players don't have fun. I mean, how could you? You're playing Destiny. You can't have fun. but um yeah on, on a real note i've been doing some of the older activities i've been doing um um stuff on the moon nightmare hunts um i've been doing some of the older raids i've been running back and doing some of the older dungeons which i forgot how much i love prophecy it's such a unique dungeon and i hope that we get something like it um during the next year which we're already confirmed to get two dungeons so that's good. We don't have any uh, any news when it comes to raids. So I, it's kind of I, I hope that it isn't just the one raid with uh, Witch Queen. I hope that we get a reprised raid. Uh, people are theorizing that it's going to be King's Fall. And let me tell you, let me let let me let, let me let, let me tell you something. Let me let me tell you something, Adam. Hmm. King's Fall is a bad raid. No. I know that like you probably uh like you probably don't like uh you, you, you don't really know and you don't nope. really care about about that statement but if i said that to a like regular destiny player i would have probably been doxed by now <laughs> like king's fall is uh regarded as a like uh it, it's pretty high up there when it comes to fan favorite raids and I understand why it was the ra- it was the raid that released with uh, King's Fall, which was Destiny One's uh, uh, first expansion. It's what put Destiny on the map after uh, Vault of Glass, and but man, going back to it has just oh, I mean, I I haven't played it, but oh, I'm sorry, I haven't played it uh, in a very long time by now, but just. Thinking about going back and playing that raid uh, in D1 just makes me cringe. Because it's obvious that there's been a huge, a huge leap forward when it comes to um, raid design. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at King's Fall compared to where we are now, like there's way more complex mechanics. You have... Uh, more encounters, which I uh, I guess that like varies from raid to raid, but generally speaking, we have uh, more engaging encounters nowadays. Um, where King's Fall, the entire final boss fight, you couldn't even do, uh, you you did you quote unquote did damage to the boss, but it it came from like these little bombs that dropped in the room, so you weren't actually directly damaging the boss, and it felt like you like n- you weren't really doing anything to me you, you were kind of just blowing up these bombs and then you see them get staggered and damaged and it's like oh i guess i did that mm. uh so you know it, it's kind of it's not as satisfying as pulling out your rocket launcher and blasting the shit out of a you know wrath of the machine is still the best raid but <clears throat> yeah i mean that's been my week um destiny more destiny um unfortunately. Um I, I think <laughs> it's sad to say, but I, I think I've put in more time this week than I have in the past few months. Outside of the 30th uh, anniversary event, of course. But uh yeah, I mean it definitely helps that I have some people to play with. Mm-hmm. Um I found I found a new group of people to start playing with, and that's that that, that that's what I play Destiny for. Like I, I hate playing the game solo. And uh, I hate recommending it to people that are only solo players, but, you know, with this with this new group, I've uh, revitalized my uh, interest in Destiny. I feel like I say that, like, every other week, but... Yep, you know, <laughs> pretty it's, much. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the Destiny cycle. But, you know, I could be playing critically acclaimed MMO RPG, RPG Final Final Fantasy,
0: Fantasy
1: And I could... I actually I, I, it's just a matter of renewing my sub. And at this point, I'm just kind of I'm I'm too I'm too too lost in the sauce, too, too busy grinding my life away for these uh, for these bounties and prepping and all that on destiny. And I feel like you would know this. You you would notice my my absence on social media because you know over oh, when I post on twitter.com slash that's twitter.com slash K-A-Z-A-N-E-R-D-I, It's usually me complaining. But <laughs> yeah, that, that has been that has been my way. See, you're laughing because you know it's true. You know I'm it's laughing true. because you're
0: stuck it. in the sunken place. That's why I'm laughing. Yeah. I'm laughing because that you mean, need to get out.
1: It's, it's yeah i it's, i'm i'm just too deep in at this point i literally really? cannot i am too deep i mean if i if i didn't have almost uh 23 or sorry like across the entire franchise almost 3 000 hours i probably would but like at this point it's just i i can't I, i'm being held at gunpoint you. um I I have to keep buying. You're being held at gunpoint, and, and it's you who's holding the gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Cheers. But yeah, that's been my week, and I feel like I've talked enough about Destiny for uh, the next maybe month. Uh, how about you, Adam? You know what's been up?
0: Well, shit. Um, I watched the first the entire first season of Superman and Lois on HBO Max, and um. Wow. That show is fucking amazing. Oh, I was truly not expecting that. Ooh, you would not man. expect it to be good because it was uh, produced by the CW, but they put all of their budget into it, and it That's shows <laughs> it is the best thing that they've produced ever. Better than all of the Arrow shit. Better well, than... it's not hard
1: to beat that, but... <laughs>
0: The first, like, two uh, or three seasons of Arrow were pretty good, and the first two seasons of Flash were pretty good. Um, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But the bar for those was, like, fairly low. But this just took the bar and chucked it over a tall building in a single bound. Like, this is, like, I'm telling you, you need to watch this. I'm telling you, you need to watch this. This is perhaps the greatest live-action piece of Superman media we've got ever. Period. Full stop. Perhaps. Mm, and it's okay. up for debate considering there's two that people would would fight tooth and nail for, um, that being the first two Superman movies, because there's no fucking way in hell anyone could ever think that Man of Steel is better than this. Um, <laughs> but I'm telling you, this it, it is certainly in the debate. It is that good. It is okay, 15 okay. episodes, an hour an episode, and you'd think that's too much. It is... Tr- you are bo- i was begging for more at the end of episode one i was like no this is good which is surprising yeah, i think that, the that thing really that is. it does best is that it actually understands what makes superman good because a lot of nor- fucking normies and fucking twitter checkmark people will be like hmm superman's boring <laughs> he's got too many powers <laughs> oh is that so Let's hear what you've accomplished since high school, Squiddy. They they will say a lot of shit. But Superman's a fucking great character if he's written well, you know. Um and I've been def- I've been saying Superman's great for years at this point, you know. And yeah. I yeah. think this show truly understands what makes Superman great. It's not, you know, writing him in terms of like struggling with his powers because, you know, he's the most powerful superhero like ever, you know. It's like Okay, you know, that's not what we write about. You write about the struggle with his, you know, with his humanity. And that's weird. (laughs) Superman's not a human. (laughs) It's like, okay. (laughs) But, you know, he's not a human physiologically, but he's a human emotionally, you know. In this show, the man's got a wife and two kids, you know, one of which struggles with his mental health, you know, and it's like, okay, that's interesting. And they go a lot of places with it. And it's like, you can, That's
1: interesting.
0: yeah, yeah it, they go a lot of places with it. They go a lot of places with it that really work. You know, um, I don't want to spoil anything. Cause I think that everybody who's listening, if you haven't seen it, um, you should go watch it. I know they're airing the second season right now, but I can't watch that. I'm not, I'm, I refuse to pay for cable so that I can see the CW. I refuse. <laughs> um, don't they have a website that you can watch it off anyways?
1: Maybe, hmm.
0: maybe, <laughs> maybe.
1: Not fucking with CW uh, though. Fuck, no, fuck that. no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. I refuse just for a single show. I refuse. <laughs> um, but I think that it is, it is well worth your time. It is well worth you just your time to sit down and watch it because it makes you really care about somebody that most people who aren't, I say, I say most people who aren't hardcore comic fans, like he's not one of the most famous fictional characters ever, but like most people don't really take the time to dig in, to think about what makes Superman great. Right. Yeah. You know? They there are moments in the show where you are obviously in awe, like, wow, that's Superman, that's awesome. But it's like the, this show really makes you think, like, holy shit, this guy's great. And it's like it also does something that I've been saying for years that a lot of again a lot of fucking normies and a lot of stupid check marks on Twitter will be like, <laughs> the ch- the, he wears his underwear on the outside. <laughs> That looks stupid, <laughs> but they will take the fucking but they take the suit from the Max Fleischer Superman shorts and they put it in the show as his first suit and it works and it looks awesome. So it's like okay, I I just I cannot sing the show's praises enough. It's great. I don't know. I can't speak to the quality of the second season because I haven't seen it yet, but the first season is fantastic it's got some twists in there that'll make you be like ah! and it's got a lot of got a lot of got a lot of good stuff in it so um, i watched that um i finished playing through the force unleashed one and i played through the um, alternate universe uh Tatooine and hoth dlcs um and i mm-hmm. think my opinion on that game still stands that it's a fun game to play but it's also the entire it is also the most fucking annoying video game ever in terms of the story <laughs> perspective Because it it has to make itself so fucking important for no reason. Adding some ridiculously powerful characters that completely shake up the meta of the original trilogy. And then they're just like, oh, well, they died. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. It's like, okay, whatever you say, game. Fuck you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll go with that.
0: And again, it's also the most edgelord shit ever. Oh dude, he fucking he chucks Ben into the back of the million falcon and he turns Luke evil. Oh it's the most fucking edgelord game ever. Um it's fun, incredibly edgy. Um and and on another note related to Star Wars, um, I've also started playing through through its sequel because I'm playing through a bunch of Star Wars games now for some reason. Um <laughs> And it's I
1: believe,
0: oh, ah, yes. And the last thing I did with my week, because I want to use this, I want to, I want to take this segment about Star Wars and segue it into the news. Um mm-hmm. uh, I also started playing through Uncharted, the Legacy of Thieves collection, which is the PS5 upgrades for uh Thieves End and Um Le- uh Lost Legacy. I never played Lost Legacy because I can, uh, I honestly didn't give a shit about Chloe that much. I didn't give a shit about Nadine that much, so what reason would I have to play Uncharted if it doesn't have my favorite characters in it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah but I'm going to use it. this opportunity to play it now. Um, I played through Uncharted 4, I pre-ordered Uncharted 4 back in 2016, and I played it on launch day, and I completed it within like a day of it releasing, and I fucking thought it was amazing. I cried at the ending and everything. It was fan-fucking-tastic. And I love Unch- I have a very deep love for this series, and uh, thank God I don't have to pay for the movie anymore, because they're sending me a free fucking ticket to go see it, uh, because I purchased Legacy of Fuse Collection. Oh that's cool. Yeah, and I'm not excited for the movie at all because it doesn't have the one character that that makes those games emotionally resonant and that being Nate's wife Elena. Um but I think these games look beautiful. They look fucking fantastic. Um I believe uh fidelity mode is outputting at 2160 and uh oh. performance <laughs> mode outputs at um 1440. I don't think there's any dynamic resolution scaling. Um, but i do know that performance plus mode outputs at 1080 but allows for 120 hertz which is really something that's nice yeah i'm playing on performance mode because it gives me uh a beautiful look outputting at 1440 and uh a, a smooth 60 frames per second mm-hmm. which i'm
1: uh, yeah. geeked over nice medium yeah. yes
0: yeah, yeah it's a nice nice in between um and i it looks great it looks great i cannot wait until i get to the uh, ending sections. Cause right now I'm still, I just started the Scotland bit, um, earlier today and I'm, I cannot wait until I get actually to new Devon to Libertalia to see how all that looks. And I, I'm actually curious as to how the final fight between, uh, Nate and Ray Fadler is going to look. I think that's going to be beautiful. Um, yeah, it, it's blowing me away. Uh, like I'm seeing it all over again for the first time. <laughs> I remember just how hyped I was for Uncharted 4. I remember that. When that trailer came out where um, it had Sam and Nate talking, and it was like, oh, you can select which dialogue option you want to pick. And it's, um you can tell Sam about either the story of Uncharted 1, 2, or 3. I thought that was fucking dope. I was like, yo, that's cool. Um, And I remember that section at the beginning where you're looking through all of Nate's stuff, and he's reminiscing about the past. I thought that was cute. I, I fucking love this game. Yeah. Uh- yeah.
1: I love when games do that. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's great. And when you get to play Crash Bandicoot, uh, that was also cute, which is weird now because Crash Bandicoot is now won by Xbox. So <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. But Uncharted 4 is still just as good as the first time I played it. Not my favorite in the series, of course, that being Uncharted 3, which has the best set piece and a musical score in the fucking franchise, in my opinion. Um, but it is still a solid number two. And I love it. So I'm glad to see it's doing well. um, And I'm glad to see that. I'm glad to finally have the sort of excuse to play Lost Legacy because I didn't really before. Um, Sucks that they didn't bring over the multiplayer, though, because the multiplayer had hella microtransactions. So I guarantee a lot of Mm -hmm. people must have spent a lot of money on that. Now they're just like, well, fuck you. I know I certainly put a lot of time into Uncharted multiplayer. Let me tell you, I was smacked at Uncharted multiplayer, especially (laughs) Uncharted 3 multiplayer. Want to hear something funny? Yeah. Everywhere. First time I ever got called the N word online was on the Uncharted 3 multiplayer. <laughs> Don't remember why that was so funny, that but I was true. like, I was like 10 years old slapping the shit out of some adults. And he was like, you fucking n-. I was like, OK, how'd you know I was black? <laughs> so it was certainly something um, I that, love that. It. That, is, that is
1: a core
0: memory right there. Yeah, I was like, wow, I was a first it was a first. It's like, how'd you know I was black? I didn't even have my <laughs> mic on at that point. So <laughs> thought I got doxxed, but yeah, I, I, I'm not I'm happy. But if you want to find out about that or anything else I've been doing this week, you can go find me on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, any social media platform of your choice at YVNG, D-E-N-D-E, Young Dende. That is Y-V-N-G-D-E-N-D-E, Young Dende. Now. I want to talk about some Star Wars stuff, but first I want to talk about these trailers we've been getting. For Life is Strange Remastered. You see any of oh them shits? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. This looks so good. Yeah. So good. So fucking good. Everybody looking smooth and sexy. I love it. You look to see it. Right. I saw that uh that trailer where it showed Max in the hall. I was like, yo. And you see how she looks? I'm like, yo. It's Like it looks so fucking good, I, I I I I so cannot wait to play this. In oh yeah, finally. Three fucking four fucking days. By the time this episode oh, comes out, it'll oh. be two days before. So. Oh, we're we're almost done with
1: January. Oh, why yeah, you I bring know.
0: That to my attention.
1: Oh. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize.
0: <laughs> uh, this year is going as slow as molasses and as fast as as a speeding bullet at the same time, you know, it's crazy,
1: Holy shit.
0: it's weird. Um, but it looks really good. Surprisingly, I they must yeah. have put a lot of work into, into making this look good. I wonder if it's going to have uh, fidelity and performance modes. But if they don't, I really wouldn't care. I remember the first game was like locked at 30 FPS, but I really didn't mind because it was yeah. a story based game. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure these are going to be running at 60, which would be evil.
1: I mean, from the trailers, I think they, I think those were at sixty. So I would be surprised. I would be more surprised if they weren't at sixty, considering these yeah. were games from like two generations ago. <laughs> so, oh, um, they but, were available like, on PS3 and
0: Xbox 360.
1: Ugh. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's weird.
1: <laughs> oh, that's weird. That's how I uh, first got into Life is Strange. Seriously. Yeah, through the 360 um episode one trial.
0: Oh, I remember that, but Uh, I remember not playing it because I eventually got it on PS on PS Plus for free, and I was like, "Hmm, I guess I'll try this out." Oh, this is amazing! (laughs) It changed the trajectory of Adam's life. It was in early August of 2016, (laughs) I believe. That's when I got it. I was like, "Okay, that's good."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, but But in other.
0: In other oh. news, oh, go ahead go, yeah. ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead,
1: go ahead, go no, ahead. No, no, no. I, I was just going to reiterate how beautiful these games look. I wasn't really going
0: to add anything else. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I wanted to hold off on the on more Star Wars discussion because um because we got some interesting news this week, but I want to prelude that with um episode five of the Book of Boba Fett called the Return of Mandalorian. I don't know if you watched it. Um, I have not. I certainly did because I'm a fucking nerd. Um. But something happened in this episode other than just the entire episode being about uh Djarin and the Mandalorian um we got a actually let me let me pull this up so I can sh- show it to you uh, a word yeah some some interesting little Easter egg uh popped up and I want to show it to you so you can see it and it ties mm-hmm. into this piece of news that I, that I've got to lay on us so here we go. can you tell me what this is? BD-1. Yes. That's that's my boy. BD-1. That's a BD BD droid showcased in Book of Boba Fett, Episode 5, which ties in nicely with the news that Respawn Entertainment are working on three new Star Wars games, including a sequel. three? Three. Three of them. One of them is a sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order.
1: Oh, I I did hear about that. Yeah. Yes. But w- wait. So then, what would the other two? Are like are those? Idea. Any, are any news? Are what? Are any news on those out yet or no? Mm-mm.
0: Just the sequel mm. for Jedi Fallen Order. So. That is something that's cool. We're getting a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, which, in my opinion, uh, better than Force Unleashed. But I th- I th- <laughs> I like I loved that game. A lot, like that game was so fucking good. I remember pl- picking that up on launch day because I was able to get it and get home and play it before it actually launched on uh, d- on digital platforms. Um, oh, and that was like this. It was like a week or two after Mandalorian premiered, and so everybody in line at GameStop was talking about it. We were all having a nice fucking time. We were all getting the game. We're all so excited. I already fully paid off. So I just grabbed it and left. You know, I drove <laughs> like like the like 10 miles to get back home. Uh because I had pre it before I'd like kind of moved a little bit. Um mm-hmm. and I and, and I was I was just having such a good time uh playing it. I remember uh did you ever did you ever finish it? Yeah yeah I beat it and I and I loved it. Good stuff. Okay so I remember um, if you haven't played that game spoilers by the way and if you haven't played the game what the fuck are you doing? Go play Please, it you go play. fucking idiot it's great <laughs> um i remember i was uh in the second boss fight or the final boss fight, i should say with uh trilla the second sister you know mm-hmm. and i was in a party with my cousin monica shouts out to her much love um and we were just chatting i was doing the boss fight and then it got to the point where anakin's dark d started playing and i was like no fucking way no fucking way because that was one of, the, that's <laughs> one of the best songs from revenge of the sith uh and then Darth Vader up, was like, no, it's just fucking fair! Yeah, yeah that fucking was did that it. that game was awesome. And then that ending it that way was even cooler. So I'm really excited about the sequel. Um, I hope it's gonna be great, and I've got a couple ideas as to what I'd like to see. Um, I think the sequel is the perfect chance to reintroduce uh Starkiller into uh the Star Wars canon because he's not canon as of right now. I think if Starkiller were to be made, you could make him an Inquisitor or a Sith Assassin. It could work, you know, either way. But I think that Starkiller could be effectively utilized as a sort of thematic foil to Cal. Whereas Cal spent all of the first game, you know, repairing his uh, bond with the Force, and that is what Seer ended up doing towards the end a little bit. Um, Yeah. And I think that, You know, we can take this and we can have the second game be about him strengthening his bond with the force and learning the place of himself and his friends within it. And I think that, you know, we can see Cal uh, learning to become a vessel for the force, that he can be a tool for the force and the force is not a tool for him. And I think that, you know, we can have Starkiller at the other end of that spectrum, you know, thinking that the force is a tool to be used that it is, you know, for him to manipulate because, you know, the whole point behind Starkiller is that he is the force unleashed, you know, he is the sort of, this sort of avatar for destruction and the forces mm-hmm. playground, you know? So I think that if we do choose to reintroduce him, which we totally can, we can also introduce other characters like, you know, Ram Koda or Juno eclipse or proxy and it all, it'd all work given the time period. It just wouldn't be so fucking, it wouldn't just have this grand sense of purpose. You know, like the original Force Unleashed game did. So I, I think it could work. I think it would be fantastic. Um, but I, I'm I'm very excited. I cannot wait.
1: Yeah, that's that's fucking cool. That, that, that is sick. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I remember when that game came when when um you first started playing, I was like, yo, let me see your lightsaber. No no homo though.
1: <laughs> it was funny.
0: That was such a good gimmick in that game, building your lightsaber oh, yeah. and all that. Yeah. I know a lot of people were like, you know, a lot of you guys wouldn't be playing this game if you didn't have the Star Wars name on it. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would not.
1: You know what? Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. So I really wanted to play because it was a fucking Star Wars game. People were like, yeah, but like it's like Dark Souls. I was like, so it's
1: got Star, <laughs> it's got Star Wars on the box. Holy shit. It has a third person camera
0: with some sort of melee weapon. It's a Dark Souls. It's Dark Souls. You're telling me this is a third person game focused on melee combat with a heavy focus on parrying. Oh, it's gotta be Dark Souls. Oh, it's fucking Dark Souls. Man. Yeah, a lot of people were saying that, and I was like, "So who gives a shit? I don't, I don't give a <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna play it regardless." It's got Star Wars on the box. I played Star Wars Squadrons. I didn't even lie. I didn't like it very much. but I still bought it and played it because it was it's Star Wars on the box. I'm a sucker. I'm a I'm a fucking nerd. I can't help it. I apologize. I actually enjoyed <laughs> Battlefront 2015 for your fucking information. I was putting content Whoa. out when Whoa. that game came out, actually. I was getting hundreds of views on my Battlefront videos back in the day, and then I privated them because they are incredibly embarrassing. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I was I was still doing it, you know, I because I, I had a love for the game. December 2015 was a godlike time to be a Star Wars fan, let me tell you. It was a month after launch of Battlefront. I was enjoying it. We just got in the Jakku map. Force Awakens was starting to come out. You know, it was such a fucking glorious time. Man, I miss those days. But, (laughs) I mean, Battlefront 2 was also good. It wasn't good at launch, but it's good now. It's fucking great now, actually. It's one of my favorite Star Wars games ever now. I still play it regularly these days. with my friends, I had a lot of fun playing it back when it was still getting updates. Uh, Me and my friend Manny, we would go and we would stomp on children. In heroes versus villains before they changed it to be just team deathmatch it was like they changed it because when it launched it was like you know four v four uh one side light side one side dark side one character one hero slash villain gets marked and you have to take them out to score a point it was like first oh, of four or fair. five wins that was great then they changed it because people were like cheating a lot and so they just made it a 35 kill team deathmatch
1: uh, how, how are you able to cheat that? That's weird. A lot
0: of people would like pick uh, tricky characters that were hard to kill, and then they would get marked, and they would just like run to the other side of the map, and it'd be really difficult to kill them. But that was the skill gap: mm. is that you could absolutely yeah, kill them. Yeah, I remember me and my me and my friend Manny we would have a tactical call out, so we would play, we would use we would play it, and uh, I would always mm. play as Han Solo, and he would always play as uh, Luke Skywalker. And then Anakin came out. And he would always play as Anakin, and I would sort of switch between Han and Obi Wan. It was great, but I, my Han Solo was absolutely busted. But he's nothing compared <laughs> to my Darth Vader. My Darth Vader is fucking cracked in that game. I got him to like level two hundred shit. It was great. Um, I love Battlefront. It was it was fantastic. But
1: man, this is a Battlefront to sweat.
0: I was absolutely. I, I barely even played the um, main modes like supremacy and whatnot. That was I was all about. Heroes and villains. This is not to say that I didn't play those uh, those uh, shooter modes because I got my assault and heavy classes way past uh, the level, way past the uh, the fi- the level forty, which is the level where you unlock everything. I got them way past there, way past level one hundred, way past level one hundred fifty. Okay, I was in them streets too. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I I just I I mean, and my fucking infiltrator class, my arc troopers were going hard too, but. Um it, it, uh, Battlefront 2 is such an uh, people it is it is stained by the legacy of when it first released. Rightfully so, but unfairly so in some points. So.
1: So you're telling me that I can't play HVV without crying? Is that what you're telling me?
0: I'm telling you you can play HVV, HVV without crying, but the people who are playing HVV now are Way better than people who will start playing HVV now as well.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, I go on there and yeah, kicks some
0: ass, but the the skill ceiling is fucking on Saturn right now. So,
1: because the people that stuck around with that game have probably been playing it for a little, wi- a, a little while, a little while, five years, you know. <laughs> you know n- yeah, to nothing, n- n- nothing too major, just just a little bit longer than everyone else.
0: Yeah, I'm one of those people. <laughs> great, Uh, but I, I do think you, I think you should give it a try. There's some good stuff in there. Campaign might yeah. not be great, but the, the actual multiplayer, the actual focus of it, fun as fuck. The ship combat was so good, they made a whole game based on it, so you know what? <laughs> Star Wars Squadrons. Not the best game by any stretch, but still a fun one, and that game actually had a competitive scene, you know, which is really wow. odd considering.
1: Wait, wow. <laughs> what? Yeah, Star Wars is Squadrons. This- I, I, I guess you literally can make any game competitive, but yeah,
0: but that's... that game, the whole the whole point of that game is that it is the ship combat from Battlefront made into its own game and it's a multiplayer right, yeah. game. So it's like, okay, you get two teams, they've got their ships. A lot of people played it in VR and competed with in VR. I know, uh, I think Sam Witwer, who's the actor for Starkiller and uh, Maul and Sidious these days in, in terms of VA. Um. I think he participated in some of those tournaments, actually, because he has a Twitch channel. Um, hmm, okay. I know certain YouTubers who are holding tournaments. It was it was it was a pretty decent time in the first couple months of launch. Um, I don't know how it's looking now. I haven't played it since it first released, but I, I thought it was pretty decent. Man, um, nah, I should probably redownload it and boot it up. I, I think that game is also on EA Play and is optimized for Xbox X and S. So there also might be that.
1: Oh, OK.
0: Might be on PC Game Pass, too, but I don't know. Um, but that game does have uh, VR, and the VR is fucking busted. It's so good.
1: <laughs> Sounds like fun.
0: Yeah, where it's like you can like, look around the inside of your ship and everything. It's fucking godlike. So, man, I'm a fucking Star Wars fanatic, but... Uh,
1: oh, for real?
0: Yeah, for real. Couldn't tell. For real? Um. <laughs> but yeah, I mean... All going all that being all said, going back to episode five of the Mandalorian uh, Book of Fat Jesus Christ called it the Mandalorian. Um it's weird considering Bookab bub- uh bo Jesus fuck somebody bubba 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 bo 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 bo. That's what we're watching. We're watching bo 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 watching. Fantastic show, all things considered. Bo 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 bo
1: That shit was airing on
0: on tsunami back in the day. It was good stuff. It gets
1: better once you learn how to pronounce it.
0: It is Bobo 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 Bobo. That's what it is. I will type it out. It is. This looks weird as fuck when you see it. Bobo bo, bo, dash Bobo bo, dash Bobo Bobo. There you go. Looks weird. Lovely name. <laughs> hey man, this show's fantastic. Sure into the mainstream for <laughs> sure. It's an old ass show. It ended in like the mid two thousands. It played on Toonami back in the day, back when they were still uh, syndicating Cowboy Bebop and uh, Full Metal and Full Metal Brotherhood and Naruto. Man, they were playing. Mid-2000s, Toonami had an undefeated roster. They had had One Piece, Bleach, uh, Cowboy Bebop, Full Metal and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Uh, Naruto, they had Bobo Bobo bo 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 Damn, what else do they have? They had Dragon Ball back in the day too. Man, fucking mid two thousands, tsunami was crazy. That shit was hot. Then it got canceled. Mm-hmm. What a hard, What a disappointing time that was. Staying up late on like Friday Friday nights was was different without tsunami.
1: <laughs> it wasn't the same no more.
0: You either knew you had, you knew you had to go to bed when they either started playing King of the Hill or playing Cowboy Bebop. You know? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think we all owe Adult Swim a fucking, th- a, a fucking uh, thank you for keeping Toonami relevant. Because I would not have discovered Cowboy Bebop if it were not for Toonami, you know? Damn. Yeah, like, that's what I saw for the first time. Because w- it was constantly syndicated. It was like 2006, 2008, you know, somewhere in that time period. Mm-hmm. That's when they were playing it. It was like, holy shit, what's this jazz? I like jazz.
1: -uh, do you remember that like weird ass time period i don't remember exactly when it was but they were they were showing um the batman and superman animated shows on there for a little bit
0: what do you mean like the animated series
1: i'm pretty sure yeah
0: i don't remember them ever airing batman and superman the animated series
1: that's yeah it's, it's totally a thing that happened
0: damn that's crazy You know the most memories I have from watching those shows were watching them on old DVDs that I had, or that my dad let me watch. I should say because they were like his. But that's where I watched a lot of like Justice League and Batman Beyond. Because Batman Beyond ended before I could like I like watch TV like that. You know, Mm -hmm. Justice League was airing Justice League Unlimited, so like most of you know my shit was spent watching those old DVDs. Man, I, I spent a lot of time watching DVDs. That's how I got to watch a lot of old shit that I shouldn't have been watching. But <laughs> man, there was this—you know what show from that time period I think is absolutely under fucking rated? And needs to come back. Which one? Victor, Victor, Superdog, Victor. Hey, you remember that fucking show?
1: I I vaguely remember that
0: Crypto the Superdog featuring Ace the Bathound.
1: The. Super.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I,
1: ooh, ooh, yeah and they're making I a movie.
0: I forgot about this show. Yeah, they're, the I think they're, they're making is. a movie based on Crypto the Superdog. I think later this year, but yeah, this show, this, this Crypto, the Superdog was an absolutely undefeated show. This show is fan-fucking-tastic and it's just lost <laughs> in the mid-2000s era of, of DC shows because there's a lot of mid-2000s DC shows that were just shit. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like what is this yeah like Legion of Superheroes that w- with like Teenage Superman that show no one remembers that show I do but no one fucking remembers that because that show is mid okay like I only remember that show because I think I saw it listed on like HBO Max or something and like my third eye just got blasted open like holy shit I remember they had McDonald's toys this show <laughs> like i don't know like mid-2000s like superhero cartoons was all the was was just firmly in the hands of marvel because that was when spectacular spider-man and wolverine the x-men were coming out as mm-hmm. well as avengers earth's mightiest heroes and those are three of the fucking hottest superhero shows to ever oh, release yes. yeah Yeah, you know, you know what show is also hot, but nobody was also hot and like actually kind of advanced. You're gonna fucking hate me for saying this, or think I'm weird for saying
1: Uh this. Oh, oh, the superhero squad.
0: Hero up. (laughs) Is that like kids' cartoon based on Marvel? oh oh ew what yeah i i I, I had to look it up because i couldn't remember what you were talking about and ew why (laughs) let me tell you let me tell you this show actually has some insanely like out of left field adult jokes you like it's on disney plus (sighs) it is wild the kind of deep marvel ass pulls that came out of this show i'm telling you it is a children's show that is written uh by adults who know their shit (laughs) okay (laughs) like (laughs) it's it is weirdly good (laughs) i hate hate everything
1: about this the art style is just uh, i i want to kill myself like these are toys that i would get out of like a mcdonald's uh, i believe they have
0: Happy 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 meals with those toys in it my little brother used to watch that and I would like watch it with him. I was like, holy shit, man. I know about these guys because I would read them in my dad's comics. And so it's like, okay. <laughs> so it's like, like, like there's some real insane, like the Punisher was in that show. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo. Let me find the clip. <laughs> <laughs> We're nothing but white blood cells hunting the infection called crime. A sickness that sneaks in through the cracks. The way that Brussels sprouts sneak on a plate of delicious macaroni and cheese. Oh, it's Ray Stevenson who voiced it? Oh! Oh my god! That's insane! Ray Stevenson was the voice. This dude played him in like pun- in Punisher Warzone.
1: He, he, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Ray Stevenson played Punisher in what?
0: In the movie Punisher Warzone, which is the most violent superhero movie ever released. Hmm. And then he voiced him on a kid's show. <laughs> and then, and then yeah, he just
1: comes around and voices him here. That's <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> his his character in this scene just looks so out of place. But it it, it works.
0: Yeah, this shit is this shit is wild. What I it's like wildly entertaining. Like it's fucking insane. <laughs> oh man! It, it like you'd be surprised. There's not a mid 2000s Marvel cartoons that were just like absolutely undefeated. And then Disney bought Marvel and canceled them all, which is what yeah. happened to Spectacular Spider Man. So
1: still depressed.
0: I very much disagree with that.
1: Why? Oh, I would I would have liked to see. Third season of the show, just because I liked everything about the show. It's one of my favorite superhero shows, like ever. And that's and that that's saying a lot because, like, I haven't read in like I, I, I'm not in those Spider Man streets like you are, and it's yeah. still one of my favorites.
0: So, a lot of people who are deep in these Spider Man streets, like me, think it's the best. I just disagree because I think that the Spider Man the animated series from uh, the mid 90s uh, is yeah. so much fucking. It's so good. Uh, it's so good that when X Men '97 got announced, a lot of people were like, "Hey, where's Spider Man '94? When are we gonna get that?" <laughs> I was like, "Yes." I don't want to watch it unless they bring back John Semper Jr. But you know what? Man, I fucking love that mid '90s show. It's so fucking good. It, it, it <laughs> is so true. The fucking character. Like, you know how, how how much love they had when they made that show is that I believe it was John Semper Jr. Who would illustrate a comic book cover for every episode they made. Cool. yeah it's good like oh man i like i have such like i, I don't know it's because i watched that show a lot when i was like a kid and it was like before spider-man 3 came out i would watch that show so fucking much
1: <laughs> religiously yeah
0: i had like dvds with like all, a, a bunch of arcs uh I don't know i would just watched those a lot i remember the one that i, wa- I used to watch the most cuz i liked it was the uh arc, mini arc with daredevil uh i thought that shit was cool mm. Uh, there was the one arc that had that had the recreation of Amazing Spider-Man number 33. 39. I was 39 off by six issues. I was, on th- yeah. I was off by six issues. Because uh, I've read like all the Spider-Man comics like ever. So, <laughs> mm. Hard to keep track of the earlier ones. Because <clears throat> I've only read those like once or twice. And I was like, okay, that was a fun novelty read. Now let's go read the mm-hmm. fun stuff. Because honestly, honestly, I think uh, Stanley is way too overrated as a writer, way too overrated, overrated as a writer. Yes. You know why? Mm. Because he didn't write most of his comic books. He didn't. He didn't.
1: Yeah, that is true.
0: Which A lot of people would be like, what do you mean by that? And it's like, well, he wrote the synopsis and he wrote the dialogue, but he didn't like dictate the flow of the story or anything. That was mostly Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko's doing. But you know, but but that ain't none of my business. People don't talk about that. Because <laughs> if you're like a Marvel fan who's only watched the movies, you'd be like, "Oh, Stan Lee's the the creator of Marvel. He's the one who did everything." No, he didn't. no. most no. of we, that credit should fall to um should fall to Jack Kirby and Steve, D- especially Jack Kirby mm-hmm. for creating yeah. uh, a lot of that Marvel shit. And it was, oh my God, who was it? jim shooter it was jim shooter that's his name who's 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 the one who really rectified a lot of that in the uh, late 70s so but talking on and on on and on and on and on about comic book history is something that i don't want this podcast to become
1: (laughs) you know it feels like they come up every other if not every every other episode so you know at this point at this fucking point if you're listening to this podcast you know what to expect you 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 know you know what's coming
0: if you're listening to this podcast you should have a marvel unlimited subscription okay that's what you should have True. if you don't have one get one it's good stuff you get like almost every marvel comic ever for 10 bucks a month so So what was this about Dark Souls you were telling me about for the
1: podcast? Oh, brother! Dark Souls Ooh. is this like Ooh. the Dark Souls
0: of Dark Souls? This is the Dark Souls right. of podcast. So- oh shit! Because it's hard to listen to. <laughs> you know,
1: like okay, this is b- b- before I talk about Dark Souls. I was having this um, I was having this thought earlier, right? Have you played um, Sonic Forces? No, I have, have not. It.
0: Okay. Well, uh, Sonic Forces is the one where you get to create your own OC, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's I have exactly it the one. in and my then...
0: library because it was given away for free like a couple years ago. And I was just like, hmm, maybe I'll play this. I just never did.
1: <laughs> you just didn't.
0: <laughs> if you, if really, you want well, me to play a modern Sonic game, you'd have to pay me a lot of money. So, <laughs> you know what?
1: Okay. So, so, given that you have not, um, Given that you have not played the game, I just want you to listen to this real quick. This is an actual, an actual song
0: from the game. Like
1: this is uh, Infinite featuring
0: Tyler theme. Smith and Andy Bain. Who the fuck is Dylan? First off, it's <laughs> a weird name for a Sonic character. <laughs> Why does this character look so fucking edgy? All
1: right, just listen this. to the song. Listen, listen.
0: Before the song even starts, the comment that pops up under the comment says, "Okay, who gave Shadow a deviant article?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure this wasn't a sequel to Shadow the Hedgehog? If they
0: if they wanted to go full throat, they should have just gotten fucking Fred Durst to sing it, <laughs> like. <laughs> It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. Oh, God. (laughs) Should I keep listening or you want me to stop?
1: (laughs) No, no. I I just wanted to present that to you in case you um, wanted another reason to to hate Sonic (laughs) Um, This This song alone, right? This song alone is why I'm kind of looking at frontiers with a little bit of concern. I I, like. I know that. Like, like, don't get me (laughs) wrong. The rest of the game, the rest of the game is okay, right? Like, the the the, I know that we we were talking about Dark Souls at the beginning of this. But you know what? Fuck that. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go down to that later. We've got nothing but time here. So, yeah, the rest of the game is honestly pretty fine. It's just you know a modern Sonic game. You know that that has its connotations. You know what to expect when you play a modern Sonic game. Yeah. Um. But just uh, looking at the writing, <laughs> whoever the fuck decided uh, at Sega that, um, that that this game should even be released is kind of... Fire them, please. <laughs> um, but at the same time, we're also getting Ian Flynn as the lead writer for Sonic Frontiers, which if you don't know, he made most of the Sonic comics and his work is... Pretty, pretty strong. Definitely stronger than whatever the fuck they were doing with forces. Like whoever wrote that game. <laughs> oh God. Okay. <laughs> but on to the Dark Souls information. I never thought um, we would ever get you...
0: complaints about the fucking writing of a Sonic game. It's <laughs> like
1: it's 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 weird to think about because it's not something like you that that you would uh, primarily play a Sonic game for. You don't go to a Sonic game um for the story. Like, yeah, it, it's good. It's good that, um, you know, that they're presenting some sort of narrative within the Sonic games. But, like, at the end of the day, it's a Sonic game. Who cares?
0: Boy, go fast. Me no care, you know.
1: <laughs> Let me ask you, Adam, have you ever wanted to play a video game Like um, ever in your life?
0: No, I don't think I have.
1: Good, because uh you definitely <laughs> won't be playing Dark Souls three, and that's for sure. Why not? Well, maybe maybe you will be able to, but um for folks over on the PC platform, uh-huh. they will not be able to play Dark Souls three for a un unspecified amount of time. Did it get um, you listed or something? You, no, it's it's still it's still on the storefronts, but if you don't know um, it's been taken offline. You can't log into the servers. You can't do any multiplayer. You can only play the game offline. It's still playable. Again, yeah, Of course, you can still play solo offline. And that's how I like to enjoy Dark Souls. Unless, you know, I'm playing with friends. Um, so I'm not impacted by this change. However, people that do, that—that uh, that people that love PvP and, you know, people that like playing with their friends or, you know, whatever the case... Um, those people are going to be impacted. I mean, you might be wondering, oh, why did Dark Souls 3 get taken offline? It's because their servers were flooded with hentai. No, no nothing like that. Oh, wow. um, that would have been so <laughs> much funnier. <laughs> hmm, some hentai stopping something very important. Hmm. I wonder where we've seen that before.
0: <laughs> it is a force that can be used for good, okay?
1: That is true. All right, so the community in dark souls 3 right um they discovered a vulnerability within ds3's netcode that allows for rce which stands for remote code execution mm-hmm. and it, it, it essentially that just means that they can run any code on your on your computer and you know w- without you giving like any consent you don't you 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 can be in the same lobby as them and they can do this and you don't Oh that's you bad even Oh that's really yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, that is very bad. So they can do stuff like you know steal your information and even scary, oh not maybe not scarier, but definitely not any better. Um they can go as far as to brick your computer. Ouch. Yeah, uh, I think there was uh some I, I saw some discord uh interactions where um people people were saying that their computers were bricked but i i i don't actually think that they were considering that um this issue was found and taken or not taken care of but um the uh it was taken offline within like two days so i seriously doubt that any legitimate real harm was done But it's still scary. It's still scary to think about, especially with um, Elden Ring coming out. Assuming, assuming, because we don't know, we don't have any information on this. Assuming that Elden Ring is um, using the same netcode as DS3. um, This kind of, I don't know. I, I feel like it brings up like three different scenarios. I feel like the first one would be just the game releases with online and the, and the exploit is still intact. And I don't know if FromSoft would just you know <laughs> risk the PC player base for just wanting to play the video game. So I I I don't know if if that would if that's really realistic, but it, it, it still is possible. I mean we we we've seen worse. Um, another thing I could see, though, my, I, you know, I I wouldn't be too upset, but I would also kind of be a little bummed out, um, mainly because of spoilers. I want to go into Elden Ring as blind as possible. The only thing I've seen on it is um, the Game Awards uh, trailer, and that's like basically it. Mm-hmm. Um, the PC version could get delayed, and yeah, for the same reasons. I don't think that um, FromSoft would just launch the game without offline or or, sorry online working since it's such uh it's it's such an important feature to have in dark Souls. that's what a lot of people play the game for and also you know the the exploit could be fixed and we all just live happily ever after but you know it's a matter of time because we really don't know the gravity of the situation we really don't know uh like how how this exploit is going um is going to be fixed. We don't know if um, just the the infrastructure of um, their netcode is going to like change drastically. We, we don't know anything. They just said, "Hey, we're taking the game offline," or sorry, "We're taking Dark Souls Three offline," and that's like all the communication we've gotten. And you know what? I'm I'm kind of glad that um, that they haven't communicated anything on it because that just makes it easier for people to. Or for sorry for evil people because if you actually go out of your way to do this to anyone, you're a fucking loser. You're a fucking evil human being that you, sh- you should kill yourself now. And I don't say I don't I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't I don't say that lightly. I, I'm I'm telling you, you should kill yourself now. But um, yeah, so uh, I'm 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 still maintaining my hype for Elden Ring. I'm super excited for it. Um I hope the the uh, that this exploit is fixed. But at the same time if it isn't and you know the game has to be delayed or if it doesn't come with online at launch, uh we'll see. We don't know at this point. Are, are you interested at all
0: in Elden Ring? Well, it's Dark Souls. I will have oh, to Dark Souls. <laughs>
1: Holy shit. I
0: have been keeping an eye on it. That is as much as I can say. I've been keeping an eye on it. Okay. okay. I, once it comes out, I will decide whether or not I'm going to get it, but I'm not going to pre-order it, is what I can say right now.
1: Mm. So, Pre-ordering is a bad practice anyways, but um, yeah, absolutely still, still do, do it. it. Yep. Yep.
0: <laughs> you know, I feel like if I, if, if I found out that I could do that to somebody, I would probably just put hentai on their computer. Like, not, like nothing serious. Just be like, here, let me fuck. Let me let you know that you've been f- that you're fucking exposed." But do it in a way that's really funny. So. Yeah. <laughs> just open up.
1: Just open up like thirty tabs of benzai
0: I wouldn't even do be, that. I, you you know really what? I, you really know fun. what I would pro- you know what would be really funny uh, is to. <laughs> Is to lock oh, no. them out of their computer. Oh, no. Is to lock them out of their computer and shit. Lock them out of their controls. Dude, that's so then, listen, listen. So that they're watching it and then just like uh, uh, open up Notepad and just. Hello, everybody.
1: Today, we're going to show
0: you how to not get locked out of your computer. And then I would just, for language control, just leave them freaked out. And then they'd fix their shit. So, be really funny. <laughs> Reinstall Windows XP on a VM or something. Just to get that real early 2000s effect. Uh, I had to watch one of those videos the other day, actually.
1: Oh, I was really? trying to
0: get my uh, PC copy of Call of Duty World that War working so I could play custom zombies. Puff mods uh, and shit. And yeah. uh I was watching one of those YouTube tutorials like man, this takes me back. You know. <laughs> uh hey, you want to hear something really funny? You want to hear a really funny news story?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let me pull it up on twitter.com.
1: Oh, twitter twitter.com. Uh, it doesn't twitter involve twitter.com,
0: dot com and it involves a company that's much worse than them. Oh, okay. Ubisoft, man in charge of their NFT Quartz project, says the negative reaction was expected and explains that players just don't understand it. Quote, we know it's not an easy concept to grasp. Unquote. They will continue their plans with NFTs. Because we are stupid. We are stupid and don't get it. That's why they only recorded like five transactions on the blockchain.
1: Because we are stupid. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) the gamers don't know what they want. Mm. I think we can all,
0: we all (laughs) confidently know that we do not want NFTs. (laughs) Like, I think we can all say that confidently. Or like, the people who are into NFTs are like the most niche of niche of niche of niche people who are into crypto. So it's like, okay. True, true. And if you watch that video by Dan Olson over at Folding Ideas that I showed you um, You about NFTs uh then you then you'd have a better understanding of it and that nfts are fucking stupid and likely will be will be m- uh more meaningful in the future but right now are fucking worthless
1: so <laughs> they're being used to sell monkey jpegs so being used to scam uh, even, even 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 if it is right let's let's put ourselves in it, like 10 years in the future where like the nft technology or however it's properly phrased the blockchain technology Um, blockchain technology yeah um like it it actually serves a purpose and it becomes useful i don't think that like it it, they will ever be able to get like over this current uh you know over the current state of nfts that that's never gonna go away right
0: i I think it won't go away because there are scams in every financial system but i think The future that NFT bros envision like, oh, you can put your house deed on the blockchain. It's not going to work out like that. It's it's not going to be that way.
1: No, no, not at all.
0: But in order for it to get to a place where NFTs are more than just a monkey JPEG, you know, you're going to have to. The technology is going to have to develop. I mean, Twitter tried to prevent people from right click saving their fucking hexagon PFPs, but completely Mm. neglected the fact that in order for an image to be displayed on any kind of screen, it has to be downloaded first. (laughs) <laughs> henceforth meaning that you could just inspect element and save the fucking image
1: so, Yup, i love that i love fucking that idiots
0: we will always right click and save your nfts damn it but ubisoft calling us stupid for not understanding the nfts you know what's never happened to me joe i've never been sued for sexual harassment so uh <laughs> fuck <Yep>. you ubisoft <laughs> guys haven't made yeah. a good game since 2017
1: and that's pushing that's pushing it
0: I know I I firmly believe the 20 that the last good game Ubisoft made was uh uh Assassin's Creed Rogue in 2015. Maybe no 2014, 2014. Ubisoft hasn't made a good game in 8 years.
1: They yeah there's still it. somehow
0: there's somehow here. It's all been mid. I've liked certain aspects of the games that they make, but they're dead 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 middle. Dead middle. Man.
1: See, I, I I would completely write them off, but I'm still waiting on information uh when it comes to beyond good and evil. Uh beyond good and evil too. So if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for them showing it off and then giving me hope and you know, and then probably just leaving it in the dust, because that's how it's been for the past, like, how like how, almost 20 fucking years since um the first Beyond Good and Evil came out. Hey, 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 hey. It's not coming hey. out. It's
0: not coming out, dude. It's not coming out. It's not coming out. I know. I know. <laughs> Don't get your but. hopes up. <laughs> I'm not giving crickets because Beyond Good and Evil is bad. Beyond Good and Evil is great. Oh, okay. You know that, that's what I got from that. I, 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 I was gonna be so sad. I was gonna be so no. sad because the way that you feel about Beyond Good and Evil Two is the way that I feel about the Prince of Persia remake,
1: <laughs> which
0: yeah. um, we know shockingly little about for a game that's supposed to come out this year. You know, it's supposed to, yeah i think we know more about overwatch 2 than we know about these games collectively <laughs> and that's really saying something considering overwatch 2 was only revealed just to get heat off of activision Blizzard's back for being pro china <laughs> so being,
1: uh, gross
0: yeah but hey at least we know that you know mccree's what name's changing
1: <laughs> what is it with what is it with uh Ubi- now that we're talking about Ubisoft, I wanted to bring up two different things. What okay. is it with Ubisoft just absolutely pissing all over
0: Tom Clancy? Oh, oh, dude. You know, there's a saying in the games industry that nobody works harder than the corpse of Tom Clancy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really funny is that I have a very unique insight into, the, into Tom Clancy's history. You know why?
1: Did you actually... Give me five read? seconds.
0: Give me five seconds. Give me five seconds. Mm-hmm. Guys, I have a feeling that he's not just gonna get one. He's gonna
1: get multiple, and you're gonna Actually, hear that. I know what I'll film. just
0: get them all. Fuck it. I'll oh, get them yep.
1: all. You see? I we'll do it live. Fuck it. He did the funny. Uh, these aren't the only ones that I have either.
0: These are just the only ones I have on tap, on file.
1: Damn. For real? How much more you got back there? Okay,
0: mm-hmm. oh, I got to bring these over to my desk, and then I got to take a picture of them, and then I got to send the picture to you. Okay. All right, let me put my headphone in. Uh, Hello. Hola. I don't expect you to be able to read the titles of all these.
1: So you do actually, you have actually read Tom Clancy's books. Okay, or you can novels, read these. However they are. Um, however, they are, um, give me one second. I can turn my light back off. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice.
0: Ah, okay. Let me turn my light off. Okay. I know it's hard to read the titles on some of those, but I do own quite a few Tom Clancy novels and I've read them. They're very long, especially that one. That's the third one down rainbow six. I read that mm-hmm. when I was a junior in high school. Uh, it's a very good book. So let me tell you, when I know my shit about Tom Clancy, I know my shit about Tom Clancy, okay? So no one works harder than the corpse of Tom Clancy. No one beats that corpse harder than Ubisoft, attaching his names, his name to games that he doesn't write. You know why he doesn't write them? Because he's been dead for like 20 <laughs> fucking, fucking years. <laughs> he's been dead. He, I think he died before Splitter Cell came out, I think. Let me look this up. Fuck, he's been dead a long ass time. Yeah. Tom Clancy. His books are also very boring. No, he died in 2015. Never mind. Holy shit. God, this guy looks like he writes military novels. What a fucking jabroni. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. This guy also wrote The Hunt for Red October, which is really funny. And Patriot. All right,
1: so so since you're so uh, well tuned with Tom Clancy, can you tell me where the fuck X Defiant falls in there? And X, extraction, like X Defiant. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, Ubisoft. it was uh, it was revealed it was revealed last year. Free to play, fast paced
0: arena shooter that combines yeah. intense gunplay. Uh, I don't fucking know. I think it's because Tom Clancy's <laughs> a brand that Ubisoft can just use because they own the license to it. Hmm. Rainbow 6 Extraction only fits because it's a spin-off of Rainbow Six Siege, which is a spin-off of Rainbow Six as a whole, which I'm pretty sure that the connections that Rainbow Six has a whole uh, are very tenuous to the novel. I think actually um one or two characters from Rainbow Six the novel appear in Rainbow Six Siege, I think. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Um Operators, I think. I think, like, Ding Chavez and, um, fucking, what was his name? John Clark appear in this game, I think. John Clark was also the protagonist of Without Remorse, which is another book that I read. I don't have it on tap, but I have read it. Hmm. Yeah, it's really weird. Hmm. <laughs> Uh what games has he appeared in? No, he only appeared in Last game he appeared in was Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Man, it's been a while since i played that fucking game. Oh yeah, and he was oh in that my. Jack Ryan show. That's cool.
1: I heard I heard good things about it. But, yeah. you know, it's it, it's on Prime it, it I think it's on Prime Video, so I haven't watched it. But Yeah, that's
0: why I don't watch anything on Prime Video. <laughs> uh let me see. John Clark. What was he in? Oh, he hasn't appeared in the video games either. So damn, I guess it doesn't have any ties to the Rainbow Six book at all. Jesus. Oh, never mind. He appeared in the video games, but it doesn't say which one he appeared appeared in. Given the fact that Ding Chavez appeared in uh, Rainbow Six Vegas, I guess. He must have been in that one, too. But those games (laughs) also do feature characters from the books, obviously. But that's weird. That's really weird. They just have a game with Tom Clancy's name on it without any characters invented. Oh, right. They've been doing that for a long ass time. So, (laughs) yep. (laughs) Ah, dude. I can't believe Tom Clancy's name is on Splinter Cell. And, like, eventually they just took his name off. (laughs) Like, it got so big they didn't need it anymore. Oh, (sighs) never mind. Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Blacklist is still listed as Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Blacklist, despite the fact that on the box art it just says Splinter Cell Blacklist.
1: Splinter Cell, yeah.
0: Oh that game is nine years old. Oh. We're never getting another splinter cell again. <laughs> God, this is to become the depression. Uh, and I hope cast. we don't.
1: I hope we don't. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. Wow. Really? I hope we don't. Dude, look, look look at where Ubisoft is right now. You think that another
0: Splinter Cell game is a good idea? No. That's why they should license it out, but they will never do that. I think that if they licensed out Splinter Cell to another developer, we could potentially get a game on the level of Pandora tomorrow. Which is, in my opinion, in my opinion, the best one. That's my opinion, though. Hmm. Which fun fact you can I, still I, play, I, you can still play um Spies vs. Mercs online today. Do pcsx 2 You still can. Oh. Okay. Same way you can play um uh the games like SOCOM online, you can still play Spies vs. Mercs online. So. Man, Pandora Mar was so fucking good. <laughs> I should probably be uh, more
1: that. of a more of a chaos theory person myself. Chaos
0: man. theory. I I would honestly I honestly can't hear that debate. Chaos theory has a lot of sexy shit in it. I <laughs> I I do not fault you for thinking that. In fact, I think that's a pretty base take. <laughs> based and red pilled. That is based, based and chaos theory pilled. Man, I I need to go back and replay some of these games. Man, it's been a minute. PS2 had so many good fucking games. But but it's weird that they that that will never go to the Splinter Cell game again because Splinter Cell was such a foundational series, honestly, for me. Like Pandora, like the original Splinter Cell and Pandora Tomorrow are two of my favorite PS2 games ever. They're great. And it's like I used to play those a lot when I was a kid. I used to have a hard time playing them because I wasn't too good at being sneaky, but I still thought they were fucking awesome. You know. And it's like and it's like that, that like like Sam Fisher's Triple Night Vision is like fucking iconic, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's like I like it makes me sad that we'll never get another one again considering just how like baked into my mind those games are and how legendary of a character Sam Fisher is and how legendary of a voice Michael Ironside gave. It's on the same level as someone like um you know, like Max Payne, you know. Mm, yeah. It's it's on and that then, same
1: level. And then they went ahead and completely uh, ruined it when they introduced him in Rainbow Six Siege.
0: They introduced, oh, that's right, know, they, they introduced Sam he, Fisher in that.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think his name is uh, Zero, or his operator name, at least, is Zero. And I don't, I don't really know. I don't see the correlation. With, oh, he also okay. wasn't
0: voiced by uh, Michael Ironside, but you know what? Yeah yeah but so he was, wasn't games, yeah he was also he was also in tom clancy's ghost recon breakpoint
1: yeah he was in breakpoint uh i'm assuming as a dlc or um like a... uh i believe so because
0: mm. he mm. yeah it was because breakpoint came out in 2019 i believe yeah. it reviewed awfully because <laughs> yeah. I, I remember him being in ghost recon wildlands because that was where we got that like easter egg where he like talked about solid snake and a solid snake was gone and never coming back that shit was sad you know
1: i i haven't played any of the ghost
0: recon games like you either I. I think i only played the original ghost recon that's it
1: like i vaguely remember seeing uh oh what what is it I'm, let me just look it up uh, I I vaguely remember seeing Future Soldier on like store shelves, but I was like, "Ooh, uh, uh, I was just gonna go play Call of Duty." <laughs> huh. Yeah, and then you know, and then and then looking at it now uh, with uh, Wildlands and Breakpoint, I I don't think I'm missing much.
0: No, doesn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. It seems like the reason why I didn't want to play, um. Uh, Wild is because it looked like the division, but bigger. And I hated the division. Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't. Well, I, yeah. I should,
0: I should rephrase I don't hate the division. I don't, I didn't hate the first division game. No, I actually, I I actually quite right. liked it. Right. It is <laughs> boring. It was only yeah, fun that when true. you're in the dark zone with against other players, you know, mm-hmm. and that's how I feel about the larger looter shooter genre as a whole. I think all of them are boring uh which is why i cannot i cannot for the life of me play destiny which is which is weird considering i have put, which is good should. you shouldn't yeah uh. because i'm <laughs> i'm i'm based and not destiny pilled. um <laughs> no i just i don't know it does, it's not like a genre i can get into but ghost recon wildlands was like that but like bigger and i was like eh, no and i was briefly interested in it because it had a they 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 had the splinter cell crossover and they eventually had a crossover with Predator that I heard about from my Earth space science teacher, of all people. Uh, predator? Yeah. Hmm, okay. Yeah. And it was apparently really good. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Never played it. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure the servers are probably shut down or whatever. I wouldn't doubt it because they don't support games like that for a while. For, like, they don't <laughs> support games like that for long. But Seems like three years and then. Oh. Time to shut the servers down. Yeah, which is weird considering those games are mostly online. But um, I, excuse me. Um, I don't know. I I might maybe just to see if it's good or not. But maybe I'll just rewatch Noah Caldwell-Gervais' video about it and never play it. But you know what? <laughs> fuck! fuck I'm I so form? fucking. I'm so fucking tired of 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 Tom Clancy's corpse. <laughs> Like I don't know why they keep putting his name on this shit when the man's been dead for nine years, and the only like thing his his name does he days is just ghost write books that are written by other people, you know. So, I don't get it. Mm. <clears throat> Stealth as a genre has kind of died, you know. It has. It certainly has. Like Thief attempted a comeback, and that comeback was successful, and they did nothing about with it. <laughs>
1: Like, I like, oh, for real? This is doing well. Hmm, the okay, only like stealth
0: action games I can think of that's still alive is Hitman. Hitman. Yep. Which had one of the best games of the year last year, Hitman 3, winner of the AJH Bronze Award, by the way. Um, <laughs> Shush. <laughs> but I think it's the only one that survived. And it's been around just as long. It, it came out. I think the first Hitman game came come out in like 2001, 2002. It's been around just as long as Splinter oh, Cell. Holy
1: shit.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's been around just as long as Splinter Cell and it outlived it, which is crazy. Like Hitman survived its weird action game middle child and Splinter Cell didn't. Like, yeah, actually Hitman survived uh, Absolution. And then. like uh, went back to its roots and made one of the greatest stealth games ever made with I know they're all separate games but I consider the world of assassination trilogy to be all one game because the gameplay like doesn't change at all between the games it's like dropping hitman 2016 and hitman 3 and 2 and all all, all those games that is one of the greatest stealth games ever made by far and it's like it's crazy that that came after Hitman Absolution, considering Splinter Cell was in the exact same situation a year after Absolution came out. Because Blacklist dropped in 2013, and Absolution dropped in 2012, and both of those games were shit. You know,
1: <laughs> that's the only the the only thing I heard about like um those. Oh, I, I I always forget the um, term, but I don't know if it's the the, whatever generation it was for the 360 and PS3 games. I heard that those were not uh, too hot.
0: Yeah, I, I do think... Didn't people like Splinter Cell Blacklist? Uh, not Blacklist, uh, Conviction, though?
1: I wouldn't
0: know. I would not know. I thought people... Uh... I thought people said that uh, Splinter Cell Conviction was good, but Blacklist was shit. Damn, Splinter Cell Blacklist on so or 7.50 on... Um... Steam, that's funny. (laughs) Like a Splinter Cell Double Agent was like weird, wasn't it? I don't don't remember hearing too many good things about that. And Splinter, what the fuck is this? Splinter Cell Essentials? Weird. Is that just a
1: collection? Or I think so.
0: It's a PSP title. No, of course. Uh,
1: It's a, a PSP. Okay.
0: Ex- yeah, that saying it. that really allows games to just exist in the middle ground. But the first three Splinter Cells are undefeated, though. Like, the first That's one, right. Pandora Tomorrow and Chaos Theory are all fucking great.
1: They they also had that... Uh... Oh, man. Uh, fuck. Uh, I'll, I'll, I was thinking of a different... Um different one that released it it was like a mobile not a mobile i think it was a uh, a gba game or like it was some handheld game i have to look it up now hang on i i I gotta find out
0: uh splinter uh, cell blacklist uh no stealth uh yeah stealth action redefined on splinter cell yeah Mm, it's the first splinter cell but it's on game boy advance
1: oh okay gotcha gotcha yeah
0: that's what it is Oh, let me watch this video. Oh, it certainly looks like a GBA board. Oh, God, it is a GBA game. (laughs) It is. This is uh, Splinter Cellvania is what this is. That's what this looks like. It looks like a Castlevania game. The Castlevania (laughs) games on GBA were hot as fuck, though. Sure. That's the difference. So, I don't know. I might have to play this. I've never played this. I've only played the first three Splinter Cell games, and I believe I touched... Uh, conviction but that's about it. Man, Splinter Cell really needs to make a comeback, but that's never going to happen. Not with current Ubisoft. Not with ever. No. No, please. Honestly, I hope Ubisoft dies. Just goes away. <laughs> I think if we took I, I all the current all the current Ubisoft um if we took all the current Ubisoft studios and just made them their own studios separate from the larger machine of Ubisoft they would probably put out some great fucking games because they're all forced to make games the same way i mean they have a fucking school that teaches you how to make ubisoft games you know so <laughs> it's like if, if if they just go and do their own thing we could probably see more inventive and interesting uses of the ubisoft formula you know i don't have a problem with like open world collectathons Than most people do. But the Mm. problem is that Ubisoft doesn't innovate much. And when they do try to innovate, they don't innovate in the right way. That's why Assassin's Creed died, you know. Because they (laughs) it's not that they didn't try to innovate, they just innovated terribly. So I think that if we allow those Ubisoft studios in like Shanghai, Milan, Montreal, Bucharest, if we allow all those studios to just do their own thing we could see yeah. ubisoft's design legacy which has worked in the past with games like assassin's creed uh 2 and fucker 3 and whatnot we can see those games you know still be still those type of games still be made but just made very differently than we're used to and i think that could work yeah but um, yeah it just takes ubisoft as a corporation dying first which everybody would be happy about so and that's just me like i, I, I don't know I i've never really thought about that before but now that I think about it, I think that would be good, beneficial for everybody involved. we give the devs more breathing room, it would certainly cut down the amount of sexual harassment that exists in that company.
1: <laughs> you know?
0: It, you know, essentially...
1: Uh. Damn, I need you to cut that out. There's no way everyone can hear me just... I, I will. Do- do- break. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I I think the idea is that this is good for everyone except Ubisoft, which is the perfect, that is, that is what we need. That is, that, that, that that's what, that's what needs to happen. You know, fuck Ubisoft.
0: <laughs> fuck them. I just never, I just never thought about it before until now. And now that I think about it, yeah, it's, they need to go. And those devs need to be released from the stream from the stranglehold that Ubisoft has them in
1: from, from the Ubisoft prison. Yeah. You got anything else? I think that might be it.
0: Wow. What a podcast. Sweet. That was nice. Sweet. It was good. Yeah. It got very insightful towards the end. <laughs> yeah, actually. Wow. So I'd like to thank everyone of you for listening to the podcast. Each and every one of you are. Beautiful and sexy in your own beautiful and sexy way. And I and Joe love you personally. So, um, oh, yeah. yeah. T- don't forget to tune in next week and don't forget to stream the Mari tape. A- Links in the description.